1: will ask me how do you put up with these two my answer good snacks and video games
0: all right you guys here we go it's episode number 191 now of the uh, ron and don show he's ron i'm don thanks for stopping by and supporting us almost one million plays now this year of the ron and don show we thank you for that and thank you for allowing us to be a part of one of your life's biggest transactions, almost 30 families this year have invited us to come along. That's pretty incredible. Our second year of real estate, over 30 families have invited us to come along and said, hey, will you come on this journey with us? And nothing is more exciting then you do what we did today ron when you pick up that pair of keys and you hand it off to a client we've been looking for lindsay for seven months and we finally found that dream home she's a first time home buyer it's pretty cool to put those keys in her hands absolutely and uh and then, and, and then it's a family affair her mom her dad they're all involved they're going to go in they're going to paint they're going to redo renew they're going to make this a great spot uh, for Lindsay, and we're very, very excited for
1: it. I, I love the first time homebuyers a lot because it's so exciting to really get the finally get the place of your own. And you, get to, you don't have to ask permission to do anything. If you want to make an improvement, you get to. Uh, if you have a, a list of items that need to be on the on the must-have list, you get that. And so it's, I love looking for them. I love them writing the offers. I love everything about it. It's yeah. fun. Hey,
0: coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're heading into the holiday season. While well, we're here, right? Uh, you're listening to this. This is probably just after Thanksgiving. Everybody that's off shopping right now or shopping online, trying to figure out uh, what we're going to do for Christmas, Hanukkah, Haiku, Uh, Shaka Khan, whatever it is that you celebrate, right? Got the new year coming up. So many people concerned about super spreading. Uh, Not a mom though. Uh, Did you read a story about this mom that said, Hey, I'm going to bring together my kids. In fact, I'm going to bring 248 kids along with my kids. We'll have 250 kids over the house. We are going to have a big party. They miss prom. Pisses me off. If it turns into a super spreader event, who cares? Because we need her immunity anyway. And she said, you know what? Not allowing kids to have this time together. Uh, not allowing them to have prom or to go to a football game. Or to celebrate the holidays. Or to kiss and embrace and hold hands. And do everything that teenagers should do uh she says it's child abuse how about that
1: yeah so this this was astonishing to me the the mother you're talking about did their own homecoming outside of the school so the school cancels homecoming and then she sends out 300 invites to do a private homecoming the school then comes out because people were contacting the school and they're like hey we don't sanction this event we don't endorse this event we're saying that you shouldn't go to it, but this is America. We can't stop them from having their own homecoming. So they, this uh, family went out. They rented a hall. They had tickets made up. They charged for the tickets. They got a DJ. They got concessions. They did the whole thing like a homecoming. And you're right. So 250 out of the 300 ticket buyers showed up. Uh, so that's 500 people. Um, uh, you know, with your date. So the prom member and their date all show up, no masks at all. Photographers are there, like it's the whole thing. And then because kids are kids, everyone starts posting this on all their social media, creating an an uproar. Um, ah, There's part of me that like wants to be the old man, get off my lawn and say, "I, I think that authorities should be able to come in. And, and and put an end to events like this. Uh, we heard the other one of the 300-member wedding a couple episodes ago that then turned into a super spreader event. Um, I just don't know. Like, this American idea that we get to do whatever we want, regardless of whether or not it's safe to anyone else, is – kind of foundational to the way we think yeah, about I think
0: we did some things wrong here, and I think the messaging is horrible. We keep calling this a lockdown. This is not a lockdown, okay? Stalag 13 uh, in Germany, when Allied forces were shot from the sky, they were locked down. That's a lockdown. Uh, driving up, up and down I-5 anytime you want to, uh, going by and picking up a steak dinner tonight or grabbing some flowers... Uh, going into your local market, uh, you can go over to your village and go shopping right now. You can go into a mall right now and go. Shop- I, I I don't get the word lockdown because we are not locked down. When people ask me how you doing during quarantine, I'm like, come on, man, quarantine? The Jews were quarantined. This is not quarantine. This is us being Americans, doing whatever the F we want to do, and that's why there's so many people right now that have COVID-19, and there's so many people that are dead and in the box, because our freedom, we think, is pretty important to us. And then this whole thing about pushing back and saying, "Wow, you know, I'm going to have this party, I'm going to have this 250. No, there's no one out there stopping you from being stupid the stupid police are not coming by your house. And in fact, we don't have any police here in Seattle to come by your house because they all got fired. And now the Seattle City Council is, this is another story that came out today. They're now wanting to hire 100 new police officers after they just defunded and fired 100 police officers. That's another story for another day. That drives me a little nuts. But at the end of the day, we are not locked down. We are not quarantined. All we're being asked to do is to love each other and don't do what the president's doing by having Christmas parties and Hanukkah parties face-to-face at the White House like they're going to currently do this year, to say face to everybody else out there. So the bottom line is this. The Jews were locked down. The Jews were quarantined. We're doing pretty much whatever we want to do. And yeah, it's a bummer sometimes, but this is not uh, Hamburg, Germany, uh, 1944. It's just not.
1: I agree with you, and, and I, it just breaks my heart that these families are going to now. It will be a super Just program.
0: lead with love. You know, what? people are so angry about it. No one's stopping you from doing anything that you want. If you want to go hug your grandmother, if you want to go to grandmother's house this holiday season, if you want to do that and you kill her, well, well then you, you did that and you killed her. Uh, that's not going to happen with most grandmothers. I understand that. But 200,000 Americans are going to die between now and March. 200,000 more Americans are going to die between now and March. 200,000. Nothing, nothing, nothing that science has told us so far has been really wrong. Other than the fact that initially we weren't supposed to wear masks and now we're wearing them because science said, hey, it's a pretty good idea. You think about that. You think about that. Almost half a million Americans dead. And then you look all around the world. Why aren't the numbers? like our numbers here in the U.S., it's because we got rights, man, and we're not going to quarantine, and we're not going to be locked down, and we're going to have a party for these 250, 300 kids. That's a horrible example of a mother, and that's a horrible example of a mother that's not leading by love, right? Don't lead by fear. Lead by love. We will see you on the other side of this. Hey, you guys, listen up. It's uh, Ron and Don here for Les Schwab. You know, the changing seasons. It's happening today right in front of our eyes. Hey, it's time to start thinking about winter driving conditions, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be driving this winter because they're not fly, right? So whether you're going to Grandma's house, whether you're going on that ski trip, whether you're finally, finally going to go get some lessons when it comes to snowboarding, Les Schwab, you want to make sure you stop by one of their 85 locations here in western Washington before you hit the road.
1: Yeah, some easy things to check out, and we just did this for my dad. Uh, Your windshield wipers, your headlights, taillights, front and rear defrosters, your blinkers and backup lights. Make sure everything is working properly when it starts getting dark so early. Some more difficult items to check out, and this is where Les Schwab comes in to help out, your brakes, your alignment, your suspension, your batteries, and your tires. So important when it gets wet around here. Schedule a time at LesSchwab.com or stop by your local Les Schwab store for a free pre-trip safety check they do a visual inspection for some of your vehicle's most important parts and they can help you decide if you need winter tires that's Les Schwab doing the right thing matters if you're downsizing upsizing or right sizing Ron and Don can help you buy sell or invest in real estate it all starts with a Ron and Don sit down started out right away with Don helping us look at the options like here are different ways you can approach the sale of this house I bought and sold a lot of real estate over my life Don's listening skills were um, superior Don came with Ron he was incredibly well prepared they were just really impressive and the things that they outlined that they were, were gonna provide their services were it just made it easy it was a lay down and so we put it on the market on Saturday
0: there was a lot of interest they made an offer on the on the offer date for over asking price. We did amazing. It was the best case scenario. We couldn't have done better. It couldn't have been a better experience.
1: When we first sat down, they showed me what property was selling for in my neighborhood. They had several suggestions on you know when we should go on the market, what we needed to do to get ready to go on the market. I couldn't be happier with the experience we had.
0: We all celebrated. It felt like a team victory. <laughs> We were all just jumping up and down.
1: They were passionate and they they were just honest and straightforward. And no, everything's great. Uh, I definitely would recommend it. We had multiple offers, $50,000 more than the asking price. He had no contingencies, so I jumped on that one. I can't wait to do another deal with them. It was great. It was awesome. When you're ready to sit down with Ron and Don and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. Listening to the Ron and Don show on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Ronandon.com.
0: Sorry about that, you guys. I got a little I, I got a little fired up, but it, but I get a little fired up when I see people with their fake anger. And and who are you angry at? Because all Dr. Fauci, all the CDC is trying to do is provide information and they're trying to be helpful. And even when you look at the guidelines here in Washington State and other states. I'm glad in New Mexico right now that there's some kind of lockdown. I have a 77-year-old mother there. I don't want her getting COVID-19. I don't. I don't. And I love her so much that I'm not going to see her during Thanksgiving, that I'm not going to see her at Christmas. I'm not going to see her for the new year. It, It will be over a year since I have hugged my mother, kissed my mother, loved on my mother. It's been over a year for her grandson, my son. But when you lead with love and not with fear. And then we also just have to lead by being smart. I don't know if you saw this story on CNN. Uh, It's an ICU doctor, and he made a video. And he made this video, and it's very, very emotional, you guys. It says, after notifying a family that their loved one had died, another person had died, his care of COVID-19, ICU doctor, Dr. Ken Remney, Uh, of New York felt compelled to send a message to emphasize how critical wearing a mask, social distancing, and washing your hands this holiday season is going to be to reduce the transmission. So he made a video and you go to cnn.com and you can watch it. What it does is it simulates a COVID patient in their last moments of life. And they are awake and they are lucid and they can speak. And then they're intubated. And then they don't wake up. And then they gasp. And then they pass. And then there's a weed blower outside my house right now that you can probably hear in the background. Nonetheless, and I'll just say this one more time. If we won't wear a mask and socially distance... For the people that we love and care about? How about the people we don't even know? And how about all the healthcare workers around America right now that are begging us? They're begging us to slow this virus down because they can no longer hang on to the reins. Because it's out of control and nobody's listening. And the White House is having big Christmas parties. And moms are having big gatherings for 300 kids. And you know what that does? It probably doesn't kill any of those kids. But then they walk away, and now they have a virus that they're going to pass on when they sit down at the holiday dinner table. And that has to scare the hell out of us. And it has to move us toward love and also saying to ourselves, how do we hang on to the health care workers that we have? Because many of them are now quitting. Many that have been furloughed are not coming back. Those who have been furloughed have found other jobs, and those jobs are in centers where there is no COVID-19 because for many of them, they're tired and they're scared to death and they're tired and scared of bringing this damn virus back home to their family. While the rest of us, it looks like we don't give a damn.
1: I mean, that was very impassioned and I I can't argue with anything you said. I did the math again today to see if we've improved at all. The United United States has four, almost 5% of the world's population and we are at almost 20% of the deaths. So we, uh, if you just do the math, um, we are not handling this well. And, um, I, am a freedom loving person as much as the most guy, most next guy, but you, you said it great. Um, it isn't about me and it isn't about you. It's about uh, other people and more vulnerable people and where that got lost along the way in America. I don't know. Because I think we used to be more that way. We used to be more neighborly. We used to think about others. And as a society, we've shifted uh, towards this selfishness that is very off-putting. And I, I commend you for that. And I know how much you miss your mom and you want to see your mom. And making that sacrifice is admirable. And I think hopefully that's someone changed their mind out there. That was going to do some big gathering and maybe they had second thoughts. I just hope that we've changed someone's mind.
0: Yeah, watch that video of, of the doctor on CNN and just think about the healthcare workers out there that are begging for our help right now. And they're not politicizing this. They're just saying, hey, we need help. We don't have enough beds. Um, we don't have enough staff. There's not enough of us uh, to fight this horde virus. And I think sometimes because we see hope on the horizon with a vaccine or we see that kids aren't dying or young people aren't dying necessarily from this, we take our foot off the gas and we can't do that. We have to finish this and finish this strong together in 2021 or even 2022. Right? Hey, we come back. We're heading into the holiday season. I wrote something I want to share with you on the other side of this.
1: Today's show is made possible by your friends, Ron and Don, licensed realtors with Windermere Midtown. When you're ready to sit down and strategize about your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com.
0: Hey, you guys, before we get out of here today, I just want to share something with you about 2020. And and what if we looked at 2020 and we said, hey, 2020, and more fun to 2020. What does that mean? A few weeks from now. 2020 will be in the rearview mirror, and I think the way that we view this year will have a direct impact, really, on the trajectory of our lives moving forward. And I've heard many people say that 2020 just sucks, right? And I think there's some pretty good evidence to prove that point. <laughs> but what if? What if we dared to say, Amor Fadi to all of it, to everything in 2020. That's what Thomas Edison did. At the age of 67, his life work was burned to the ground. One night, he was eating dinner, and then he noticed a fire had engulfed all the inventions he had worked for, for years in over 10 different buildings where he had spent his life work. It's December 10, 1914. That was the day. It should have wrecked him, but instead it invigorated him. And as he watched the fire consume those 10 different buildings with his life work of inventions inside, he called to his son and said, quote, hey, go Get your mother. She's never going to see a fire like this again. Anyway, he told a local reporter, even though I'm 67 years old, I'll start over again tomorrow. And that's exactly what Thomas Edison did. Edison believed in the Latin phrase, fati which means to be grateful for all of life, everything in it, to accept your fate. It's a mindset that believes that the tough things, the hard things, the difficult things are all opportunities to grow and to learn and to get better. 2020 has served up a lot of pain and a lot of anguish for many of us. But if we're honest, it's also provided moments for all of us to grow as humans. This year, I've struggled to be a good tutor for my son, but I've gotten better at it. And for all of us struggling to homeschool our children, I say Amor Foddy. Uh This year, like many of you, I've lost other humans that I deeply cared about. It's been very painful to watch them die in isolation. And I humbly say to that, Amor Foddy. The last time I saw my mother and got an opportunity to physically hug her was a year ago on Thanksgiving. This year will be hard not to be with her physically, but we'll find a way to share our love even though she's 2,000 miles away. To my mother, I say amor, Fati. I think the hardest thing has been watching my son long for his friends. He often asks if we will be the only two at his birthday party again this year. He also wants to know if he's ever going to get to go to the fifth grade with and see his other friends. He also wants to know why Americans are so angry, so mad at each other. And once again, this is a real opportunity to walk through this with him. And to all of it, I say, little boy, Amar Fadi. You may have lost a job this year. You may have lost a friend. You may have lost somebody that you really care about. You may have felt like in 2020 that you have lost your way. But understand this. Understand this, that you will have an opportunity here to grow like never before. And to all of it, I would encourage you to say, Amor Fadi. All right? Edison, he didn't run from it. He accepted what happened in the fire that day. He understood that it was uncontrollable. And it was all consuming. But then he went back to work the very next day. Let there be no doubt. If he were to wear a t-shirt around that said 1914 sucks, nobody would have blamed him. But his mindset of Amor wouldn't allow it. So on this week of remembrance as we head into the holidays, as we celebrate, as we practice gratitude, i just like to say for Ron and myself, we are grateful for all of you. Thanks for listening to our podcast, now approaching 1 million plays. And thanks for being our friends. And thanks for allowing us to continue to be a part of your life's journey. And for those of you that have allowed us to become part of your real estate journey, what an honor it has been for us. We are deeply moved. By you trusting us. And so, collectively, we turn and we say to 2020, hey, 2020, Amar Fati. with love and respect for all of you, we wish you and yours an amazing Thanksgiving, an amazing start to this holiday season and this celebration. From Don, Ron, G-Force, and Charlie the Dog, you keep your head up, you keep your shoulders back, and we'll see you next time, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.
1: Hey! Thanks for listening to the Ron and Don show. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and find some black belt courage. Ah! I'm not kidding. <laughs>